welcome to Become a Unique Podcast, a place where you can be well and be you. We are all about lifestyle with a focus around wellness over here. One week we may be talking about gut health and the next week we may be having a conversation about being enough. No matter what the topic, the goal is to inform you with information and tools so we can vibrate higher as our true selves. Be ready to grow in a beautiful way. Becoming Unique is a growing podcast and would love your support by following or subscribing to this podcast. In Apple Podcasts, click the plus button. Reviews are also helpful for the podcast growth. So all reviews are appreciated. And lastly, but not least, be sure to share the podcast because the best advertisement is word of mouth. So let's get started with today's episode. Hey, y'all, I don't have too much to talk about this week, and we're going to like jump right into today's episode. But I just want to say one thing before we jump into today's episode. My book, Your Guide to Bringing More Acts of Self-Care, is available on Amazon. So make sure you guys click in the, click the link and get your copy. And don't forget to leave a review if you already have a copy. So thank you, guys, and let's get into today's episode. Today on the Become a Unique podcast, I have such an amazing guest by the name of Victor. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Uh, I'm excited to, for our conversation today. Thank you. You're welcome. And thank you for being here. I'm excited for all that you have to share because you have a lot to offer. <laughs> But before we get started, you got to let everybody know who is Victor. Ooh, good question. Um, yeah, I was, uh, I'll tell you a little bit about um, my journey here, a little of who I am today, who, what has led me up to today, but now keep it short. I won't go too long. Um, but I've been a chiropractor for the last 12 years. Um, got into it for a health reason that I had. So I had some health issues at 19 that, um, kind of challenged my paradigm and understanding of what health was at the time. Cause I was, my mom's a fitness instructor and all my life I saw exercise supplements, nutrition, juicing, that was health. You did that, you were healthy. So I did all that and my health kept declining worse and worse, no matter how much more efforts I put in with herbs and studying other things that I can take. And, uh, but chiropractic was the thing that gave me my life back. Uh, not that I was going to die or anything, but it's just, when I say gave me my life back, it's more of taking it helped me solve all my issues that I had from a health perspective, but then also like my focus and clarity, my memory, and just me feeling energized every single day and all that. That's what I mean by giving my life back. Um, but the, you know, in the last, you know, in my business, it was, I was in the first five years, um, I did everything with business owners, motivational speakers, inspiration, uh, personal development, self-help all told you to do. And I'm not saying all of it, cause I could, it's impossible to listen to every little thing, but I, I listened to a ton. I mean, I didn't listen to music for five years almost. I was just downloading information, listening to podcasts. I was reading 80 to 120 books a year, um, <clears throat> doing all the things that you're told to do. I hit my financial peak. It worked. I got there financially. But what came with that was burnout every four to six months, exhaustive, unsatisfied, and feeling unfulfilled. And it got so to a point where I even looked at my wife who was helping, worked in the office, was saying, maybe this is not if this is how it is, I don't want to do this because I'm not mm -hmm. fulfilled. I, I don't care how much money we make. And yeah, we're making an impact in the community and we're helping people. And, I, and it's great, but there's a cost to me. And I just mm -hmm. don't like that. And so we did some soul seeking. We changed our office around a little bit, our direction where we were going to kind of what we really wanted to lead our office to be. And we, we took a 40% hit on, on purpose um, because it was, we were shifting gears and we're like, any patient that isn't okay with that, that's fine. We'll refer you out to someone, but this is mm -hmm. kind of the direction we're going to go. Yeah. And 
I stopped reading books or I still continued, but not to the level I was. Um, I, I, I still listen to podcasts, but nowhere near the level I was. I got back into my music and listening to all the stuff I love to do. But what happened was is uh, in a year and a half, we were back to right where we were and I was working 50% less, no burnout since then, um, feeling fulfilled and so forth. And at that moment in my life, I said, you know what? I think I want to try to get into coaching. You know, this is 2017. So in 2018, I'm kind of hinting at it, but I'm like, you know what? I'm going to write a book first. It's time to write a book. This is something I've always wanted to do. I've been putting this off on hold. I'm writing a book. And in that process, started my podcast. Six months later, started coaching. And so I've been doing coaching for about three and a half years. This year was the first time I went full-time into that where uh, I'm not practicing chiropractic at the time. Uh, but it's one of the things where um, eventually maybe I'll get down back into it. Uh, but um, right now it's full-time coaching and, and just love changing the minds of entrepreneurs because they're so burned out and there's so many things in life and not just entrepreneurs, the information I share is universal. So it's people in general of how to take their power back and how to truly step into creating their dream life effortlessly. Wow. This is amazing. And I feel like, you know, it's so beautiful that you was able to recognize that, wow, like I'm feeling burned out. And what do I need to adjust this? Because sometimes when the financials is looking good and all of these other outside elements are there, we can't recognize that, wait a minute, internally something else is happening. And I'm so, it's so beautiful that you was able to sit there and recognize it. And now with going through that journey, you're able to now take it and share it with the world by being a coach, by understanding this um, this way and so on. So thank you. Thank you for sharing that about you. So before we get into today's topic, I need to know what does self-care look like for you? Whew, that's a whole podcast for me. Um, self-care. So a lot of things when it comes to self-care, there's three elements to it, mind, body, and soul. So I have to work on all three of those and I do those every single day. So when we look at the mind aspect, that's my breath work and meditation in the morning that I do. Um, every morning, um, I do some sort of breathing and then I'll meditate. Sometimes I do them together. Sometimes I separate them. It just depends on the day where I'm at, how I'm feeling. If I'm not at the vibe I like to be going to separate them so I can get a little bit more in depth. But with that, then I go ahead and, um, the second layer then is, um, I get into gratitude, which is going to get more, that's mind and soul a little bit, but, um, it's one of those things where I want, again, getting my vibe to where I needed to get to. Um, I will let go of things that are on my mind that are pressing or that's catching my attention. That's not a good vibe or something that I'm going in a bad, you know, just what I'm conditioned as growing up. It's kind of these limiting beliefs want to come up and uh, take control. Um, I have ways to release those. So that way I'm really set and clear. Um, I do from a body wise, I work out four or five days a week. I eat extremely clean, hundred percent organic, any meat I eat, it has to be from the farm, grass fed, pasture raised hundred percent. I'm very, very strict on my diet. Um, if I do any cheating, um, it's still, it's a healthier version, um, very healthier of a version, but it's, it's not, I wouldn't call it healthy. Um, cause there's a light minute, a little bit of sugar in there, but it's still something that's really tasty and yummy. Um, and I do cryo, cryo I do cryotherapy, which I have a cold plunge that I hop in water is about 40, 50 degrees, depending. And, um, I'll sit in that for three to five minutes on average every day. Um, that's, that's a mind, that's a body and that's a spiritual aspect of why I do that. Um, so that's my daily, those are the little things I do on a daily basis. So, wow. So you have a cold plunge at home. Yeah, I finally invested in one. I've been doing cryotherapy for like eight years. Mm -hmm. And it's, you know, what that looks like is cold showers. And then once in a while, I get in a tub, put some ice in there, get it cold and then hop in. Um, and if I didn't do that, then I would go, if I was going to like a, like a, sometime once or twice a year, I go to like to this place where it's like the ancient baths and they would have like 40 degree water there. And then right near it, it's like hundred degree water. So I just hop in and out. Um, so that's the only time I would be doing like a full cold plunge immersion. I just didn't like the cold showers. I didn't feel the effects of it as well. But when I did the plunges, it was like, holy cow, it was a game changer. So after all this time, my wife and I were talking about it at the beginning of this year and I kept going, man, I want to get a cold plunge. But you know, right now it's just, you know, I'm looking at things. I'm like, it's just not worth getting at the moment. And then of course I love my wife for this. She's like, I know if you get that, it's going to help shape your mind. It's going to help you with your stress. It's going to help you stay more centered. Just get it and close mm -hmm. your eyes. And I just said, cool, I'm getting it. 
And uh, it has done that. I had it for three months now. I've probably done over 120 plunges and I, I don't miss. I'm like, well, there's some days I'll miss like once or I probably missed like since I've had it probably like six days. Um, but I was like two months straight hardcore. I uh, didn't miss. Wow. And uh, but it's something that just again, it's it's I, I do. There's health benefits, but I really do it for more than just the spiritual side, just to when we're facing things in life that cold water represents stress. My whole purpose is just to put my head down, get into it and then breathe and just catch, you know, just get into that state of bliss. I know it sounds very weird to hear someone say they go in cold water and they find bliss. But mm -hmm. I'm telling you, once I get over the hump, which takes me about 10 to 15 seconds, it doesn't matter. It's so funny. It doesn't matter how cold the cold of the water actually the easier it is. It's, it's a more of a blunt feeling when you first get in, but it's shorter. If I go mm -hmm. in like 40 degree water versus like 50, 50, 50 ish, 55, the, the feeling of the hit, I'm like, I catch myself having to breathe a little longer just because mm -hmm. the cold hasn't fully immersed and got me where it's 40 yeah. degrees. I go in, it's like, Oh my goodness. And then you just got to breathe. And then after like 10 seconds, I'm like, all right, I'm good. I can feel the intense cold. This is awesome. And then there becomes a bliss because I have to focus on me and just my breathing. And when that, when you get really present like that, that's where bliss comes. Mm. So you do it for about three minutes. Yeah. about Normally it's about three minutes to five minutes, more closer to the five minute mark is when I like mostly do it. Um, the weather's just changed around here. It's kind of funny. I was doing 40 degrees for five minutes every day. And then the weather now it's got like, I'm doing, I do these things like at five 36 in the morning. So as soon as I get up, Mm -hmm. Um, I start making my, my, my decaf coffee and I do a yerba mate tea. And then, uh, I'll go ahead and, um, um, just go plunge really quick. And it's like five thirty six o'clock at night. So it's, I mean, in the morning, so it's, it's, it's dark. And yeah. what was interesting though, the temperature is like 40 something degrees and I'm in Tennessee. So it's very damp cold. So I mm -hmm. found out I, it's funny. I go in now I'm like, I can't go, I can't do 50. I get too cold. And I'm like, this is so weird. I was in 90 degree weather doing 40 minutes for 40 seconds for 40 seconds, four minutes, sorry, five minutes at 40 degrees. Mm -hmm. um, you know, for five minutes, I was doing that and I was perfectly fine. And now 50 degrees for five minutes, I'm actually getting a little chilled. And I'm like, this is so interesting how just the outside temperature is messing with everything. Yeah. Oh, wow. Thank you for schooling me. I'm just curious, like, is it like a jacuzzi in your backyard or like it is like it's a tub, you know, it's like a, it's an acrylic tub. And uh, and, you know, it's one of those things where we have it right now on my screen patio. Uh, but come November, I'm going to move it into my garage just because it, it, you, it, it does get a little cold here. There's like like a four to six week span where at night it gets under freezing and it can't mm. be under freezing for more than 12 hours. And I'm like, I'm not risking it. So I'll just throw it in my garage. Um, and that way I can still do the plunge and, and my neighbors don't have to see me. Not that they can, but, um, <laughs> you know, but it's one of those things where um, a little bit, I, I like being outside though, but I'm like, it's all right, just for four months, three or four months and I'll take it out and bring it back out into the screen and patio. Oh, this is so cool. And I also like when you broke down your self um, care, you did mind, body and um, soul. And you also, you know, it, you gave us the reminder that self care, you don't have to make an experience where you have to go out and spend money. You know, you have all of the tools to create your self care ritual, you know, and I love that you gave us all the tools between your breath work, your meditation, you know, all of that is, is your self-care. It's taking care of you. And thank you, thank you, thank you so much for that reminder that you gave us. <laughs> no, it's absolutely my pleasure. You know, so can you name some of the different forms of healing? Because we know there's many different paths of healing. So let's get some of the different paths of healing that there are. How, how about we look at this? How about, we, how about if I share what are the things that support the body to be healthy? And then there's, I can go down those paths and in, in there after that. But, you know, we, we, we understand and we know that the body wants to be healthy. We, we know that 100%. We know that from the, gen, we even know from the gen, genetics, from your genes, your body wants to be healthy. Once you, you give it, it that environment to be healthy, boom, it's going to happen. It's going to respond like an automatic machine, just like, boom, here we go. Now mm. we're producing healthy stuff. So, but what, what are things that, what is health and what, or what makes up health of a human being? Well, there's different avenues we have to look at. One is the first one, the most important. And so many people may say I might be biased, but you have to understand your nervous system is what controls everything in your body. Why don't we look there? Your nervous system is the only organ in your entire body that's encased in bone. Mm. You think the body knew that was important? 
Mm-hmm. Right. So it's very, very critical. And it's very, very important to make sure your nervous system is always being checked, making sure it's clear and it's functioning so it can adapt. So it's getting the proper information so the brain can respond properly to your environment and so forth. That's not just from that point, but even from a genetic standpoint, you know, the genes are, our genes are really just a copy machine. Right. And so it's picking up on information that what the nervous system tells it it needs to do. So it can make proteins. And so go, so then go ahead and print these proteins out so we can make those and adapt to what's happening. So is it stress proteins? Is it growth proteins? Those kind of things. And so nervous system, number one. The second thing that we got to look at is um, our nutrition. That's an obvious one. Um, and that nutrition is everything that you eat, drink, and the air you breathe. Um, exercise or movement is the third that you want to make sure you're doing. The, the fourth is going to get into sleep. Uh, the fifth is your mental, emotional health getting into all that. And then number six is your um, bioelectronic or electromagnetic fields that you're exposed to, you know, the more minimizing you do of that, the, the healthier. So like there's, there's electromagnetic fields that are not good for us, but then the electromagnetic field of the earth, if you ground into it, that's very beneficial for us. So it's just connecting with nature again, in other words. Mm-hmm. So healing then modalities or things that you can do when it comes to that, I mean, chiropractic again, going right to the point of that, are you looking like specifics for like nutrition or like emotion stuff and stuff like that? No, I'm not looking for any specifics. I just want to see which, you know, I like that you broke things down um, by saying like the, the nervous system and, and breaking it down that way and then um, ending it off with like the EMFs and so on. But just to, you know, let people know that there are more ways to heal on their healing journey, but the goal is to first figure out, you know, what direction do you want to go in your healing? And then, you know, all the different roads you can go. Because I think a lot of times people think when they need to heal, the first thing they do is get a gym membership. Because <laughs> I think that was when my healing journey, that was the first thing I did. I got a gym membership. I knew something was off. I knew I needed to change something. And then the first thing we think we need to change is something within our body. And once I got into that gym membership, thank God they had an amazing yoga program. And, you know, once you into yoga, <laughs> you get into that mind, body and um, spirit piece, because it's not like you're coming into that class and it's like, oh, give me 10 jumping jacks. Give me this. Give me that. <laughs> it's like, you know, they take you and, you know, they settle your, your nervous system down. You know, when you first start like, the first 10 minutes, you know, not all, every teacher is different in yoga. And I did take my 200 hour yoga course. So, you know, within my course, I learned that the first 10 minutes, we're settling that nervous system down. A lot of people coming from the streets, they're all over the place. So if you realize a lot of times, you know, you get into a, a calming pose, the teacher's giving that derma talk, like we're talking through something, saying something spiritual. And then we start to bring you in to like the move, you know, getting the heart rate up. And then of course, at the end, we bring you back down to that grounding with shavasana and and so on um so yeah I, I think i started to tangent off but when with healing a lot of times i think the first thing someone thinks they need to do is to join a gym or start eating salads and you know there are so many different roadways of healing and i just wanted to see what different ways do you feel that you know someone can enter into healing um when they're going on a healing journey. No, I love that. Yeah. And it's also funny too, where when people want to lose weight, they go to the gym. Mm-hmm. And what people don't realize is, and I used to tell my patients this all the time, like they want to lose weight and get in shape. I said, well, and they're like, I'm going to go get a gym membership and I'm going to do all this work and I'm going to get personal trainers. And I was just like, I'm not saying that's not right. I'm not saying that doesn't help. But if you want to hit the bigger piece of the pie, put your energy and money into nutrition because that's 80% of your body image. 20% yeah. working out and they just look and they're like, really? And I was like, if you have a hormone imbalance, that doesn't matter how much you can't work that out. You're going to have to change your nutrition up to get that cleaned up. And I'm, but I'm like, if you can do both, but um, you know, start in that process. Yeah. The, the, I come back to chiropractic always as the primary, here's, here's the reason why chiropractic is very misunderstood as a profession. Um, I kind of blame chiropractors. I, I blame mainstream media for sure, or the media in general, because um, what do they always promote? You see it on TV is always like back pain, neck pain, and headaches. It's starting mm-hmm. to slightly change, but it's nowhere near where it should be. And chiropractic, I always tell my patients on day one, it doesn't treat any condition, illness, symptom, or disease. So they're looking at me with a deer and headlights going, hold up. He just said 
chiropractic doesn't treat anything then what and i'm like you're probably thinking why you're here then and they're like exactly i said well let me explain once i explain this you'll understand i said we work on the brain and we work on communication so to understand what we do to the true essence of what we do chiropractic works on consciousness or it works on expressing more life or light throughout to, to the world what does that all mean so if you take the word of what we what we look for and what we do we when you go to a chiropractor you get an adjustment but what's that adjustment really doing mm-hmm. we're removing something called a subluxation now that's a fancy term but what that means we're going to break it down so sub means below lux means light asians a state of being or condition so if we if you have a subluxation you are in a state of being or have a condition of that is less light or life that you can express upon the world. When you can't express light or more life, something else has to take its place. Just like if there's a lack of heat, that's called cold. If there's a lack mm-hmm. of light, we call that dark. If it's mm-hmm. a lack of um, up, then we're going down. Um, you, you get the point. So the thing is something else is going to have to take its place. And when it does, If you continue to not express a lot of light and you keep building this up over a period of time, something is going to show up. I'm not going to tell it's not going to be, oh, that's why that showed up. It's going to be something. It's the weakest link on the chain. uh, You know, think of a chain. It's the weakest link that breaks. And so wherever that is, that's what shows up. And then the chiropractor's roles, we just go, all right, let's go ahead and adjust. We're going to improve consciousness to flow throughout the body as we continue to improve consciousness, life. You're going to have more life. You're going to experience more life. And when you experience more life, then all of a sudden you become healthier. You're adapting to your environment. You're thriving more. And so um, it's just like when you think of in yoga, I'm assuming you probably know chakras. Mm -hmm. Chakras, to access the chakras, you have to, they're from the spine is where you access them from. Mm-hmm. chakras are just spinning lights, right? That's all we know that are, you know, just a spinning wheel. It's a wheel of spin, spinning light, mm-hmm. right? Well, what do you think, you know, if we're increasing more light into the body and you're accessing it through the spine, will we think that we're going to increase the chakras and how they are and increase more light, increase the spin, increase all those kind of things? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Because you're increasing consciousness within the body. And mm-hmm. so the more conscious the body can be that you can talk about consciousness like vibration, it's raising it up. And so then all of a sudden you become healthier or you feel more vibrant. That's why when you go to a chiropractor, it's never one thing. Yeah, I come in, Doc, I'm coming for back pain. Okay. All of a sudden they're like, yeah, my back pain went gone, but I didn't also notice me. I got more energy. I'm sleeping better. Uh, mm. I'm in a better mood more of the time. And it's like, yeah, that's life. That's your soul. That's the essence of who we are. We're becoming more human again. And, wow. and the science is like playing catch up with it, where it's like, oh, chiropractic adjustment connects someone's prefrontal cortex. It's part of your brain right behind your forehead. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, it does. It's, it's kind of cool. But at the end of the day, I always say that's good. The science is great. We, you know, we need that in today's society, but coming back to the principles of what chiropractic really is and what it started out as mm-hmm. was just helping the body. Cause the guy who created chiropractic, he was in the meta, he was in the metaphysics. He was a, he was a magnetic healer, which is very similar to Reiki. And he was very metaphysical in his work. I mean, he even talked about how God, uh, um, chiropractic will connect the spirit and man and brings it together now for a lot of people they're going this guy what kind of doc do you have on this podcast he's drinking kool-aid but that's the essence of what what kind of kool-aid is he drinking but it's one of the things that's what chiropractic came from wow but you can see down the road now because it became we wanted to be fitting in get to science get fit in so all of a sudden we gave up on that because it was not being accepted well Mm. and we're like we're gonna go the science route to prove how good we are and the science is great. I'm all for science. Trust me, if you get to know me, I'm very scientific in everything I do. But at the same token, I'm always going back and saying, but this is the essence of what it is, because that's why you can go to a chiropractor, like go to a chiropractor and you're going to your, your nervous system is everything. And it's going to allow you to express more light upon the world, which brings more of you. That's why I tell a lot of people chiropractic saved my life. Um, and I didn't have a condition that was going to kill me or anything, but it was one of the things where it saved my life because if I did not go to a chiropractor with all the anxiety, the anxiousness, being I was undiagnosed ADHD, never knew I had it. Um, and even chiropractic helps calm that down and keep it only get the benefits of it rather than the negatives and all that stuff. I mean, it, it, my life, would I wouldn't be who I am today. I wouldn't be here speaking with you. Wow. Okay. Wow. I've never been to a chiropractor. <laughs> I've been to physical therapy, which I need to go back. Um, and you know, I just never 
thought about the conversation around chiropractor because I guess I haven't had necessarily back pain or issues or anything like that. Um, but maybe I want to explore chiropractor a little bit more because you took it on a whole nother level. Like you said, I just thought it was like, oh, you got back pain, go see a chiropractor. And you you explored it deeper. It's, it's like, I guess, a person thinking like, oh, with yoga, like, oh, I'm not flexible. I can't do yoga. You know, a lot of times people say that all the time. It's like, what are you talking about? Yoga is nothing about flexibility, <laughs> but you know, it's deeper. And um, so what, like, so I kind of also had chiropractor and physical therapy in the same boat. What's the difference between chiropractor and physical therapy? Great. And a lot of people don't know the difference of this. And, and the thing is physical, you know, physical therapists work on the physical body. They work on the muscles and so forth to look for imbalances, things that they have to do, maybe working through different modalities to help with that process. Chiropractic is vastly on a whole nother level where if you, when you look at, you can go after the imbalances. Well, I'm just going to take it to a structure side. If you look at the imbalances from a muscular standpoint, what's causing those imbalances? That's what a chiropractor goes after the nervous system. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. That's what controls those muscles. The brain is not getting proper information of, or the joint is not in proper position where it should be. You have a part of your brain that knows where every joint needs to be, when it's, where everything's going and everything. And then you have another part of your brain that reports where things are at. And whenever something is not how it should be. So imagine like you're looking to the right and the, because the brain's like, Hey, the command center is like, Hey, um, their heads turn to the right. Do we have blah, 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 blah. These should all should be done and activated a certain way. These muscles, this stuff, this stuff. And then the report go, reporter's like, uh, no, they're looking straight on. Okay, that's not good. Shut down that area. We need to protect this area because it's not moving well. Mm. And so this is where we get tight muscles, imbalance in the skeletal structure and so forth. So a lot of times people will see, oh, one hip's higher than the other. We can do these muscle work and clear that out. You're not going to clear that out because if the nervous system's not getting proper information from the essence of a subluxation, then all of a sudden, um, it's going to hold that imbalance. It's never going to correct itself. You can force the body to make a change, but mm -hmm. that force is going to cause other issues. Mm. And so we're neurological. They're more physical on a muscle level. And mm -hmm. uh, that's the vast difference. So it's not the same. Again, just like I've had patients who went to, they're like, oh, I'm going to go to a PT for this and this and this. And I said, I'm like, you can go. I'm not going to tell you not to. But I was like, here's the thing, though. Let's address it chiropractically first. And then, or if you want, you can do both of them. We're going to help enhance it because that's the beautiful thing of chiropractic. As I said before, it's all consciousness. It's all life. So whatever you add to chiropractic, it's max. It's, a, it's like, I call you to tell patients to multiplier. So let's say you go to a PT, you only get, it's a one X. That's, you're just getting a one X benefit. It's going to take some time. Add chiropractic. It's a two X, maybe a three X speeds mm -hmm. things up. We're making things more efficient. You want to change, you want to work out. That's fine. It's a one X, but if you get a chiropractic here and then you work out and that helps with sinking the body, the thing is another thing to, to share, go look at all the greatest athletes of all time. Well, not too far back. Cause I don't have any much on them, but like people like Michael Jordan, look at Tom Brady. Mm -hmm. Um, I can go on and on, but I, I like these two because you know, Michael Jordan, best basketball player of all time. My opinion, Tom Brady, best quarterback of all time. All the stats show that they've been, Tom Brady's been under chiropractic care since he was like 23 ish. Michael Jordan mm. talks about chiropractic care, taking his game to leaps and bounds. Mm. You look at Aaron Rodgers, another quarterback in the NFL. He was an MVP last year. He's 38 years old. Yet his dad's a chiropractor. He's been under care since he was two years old. Wow. There's something about when I say chiropractic increases light, increases consciousness throughout the body. It enhances your game to a whole nother level. There are more athletes than you can ever imagine that are under chiropractic care. You just don't hear about it because whatever maybe I won't get into that but it's mm -hmm. one of the things where maybe it's money maybe they, they can't because it's an industry that's going to benefit from it so they're like mm -hmm. hey you got to be paid and chiropractors frankly don't have the kind of money like big farmer or other people have to pay to get more spokespeople to talk about it but there's a lot of athletes that utilize chiropractic every NFL football team every baseball team has a chiropractor on staff they don't use them like they would normally like if you're going to a chiropractor locally where they're going to give you a care plan it's like oh you got these issues go see the chiropractor Mm -hmm. Um, but it's one of those things where, uh, again, coming back to expression of life, that's what we focus on beyond that, you know, physical therapists, they don't, they, they, they don't do anything to that nature. Some people say, oh, they know how to manipulate. Yeah. That's manipulating the spine. That's a literal term, manipulate the mm -hmm. spine. There's a difference between manipulating the spine and adjusting the spine. 
Wow. There's a vast difference that because when I'm making an adjustment, I'm specifically going to what is needed from a neurological perspective. When wow. they're going to go do a manipulation, we would not call it an adjustment. Mm -hmm. They're just moving stuff that feels locked up, mm, which yeah. that can just be some fancy stuff where you hear some little you know pops and so forth, what we call cavitations. But that's not addressing to the nervous system of what is needed. Wow. Oh my God. I learned so much. I really was clueless, clueless on chiropractor. You know, you hear, but I just never like zoomed in on it. And I've been having some shoulder issues and I, you know, it was really bad. I had like a steroid shot like last year because it was like, I can't even move my shoulder. So of course the insurance gave me PT and I've been got, well, I haven't gone since the summer, but you know, it was, it, it was just getting better enough where I can survive. Like live with like moving around but like once I'm like in certain in yoga classes like forget anything with the shoulders I'm like I can't like <laughs> I'm not even gonna push myself like even with putting my hands behind my back I use a towel because it's like I can't it, you know it's, it's a struggle and I feel it and I almost like I'm like almost surrendering like okay I guess this is what my shoulders are doing right now but thank you for telling me about chiropractor because I am definitely definitely and I and it was one shoulder that was working, that was um, challenged. And this shoulder felt like it was starting getting better. And then the other shoulder started getting challenged. And so when the second shoulder started getting challenged, I said to myself, this is deeper than me pulling something. Because the first time I was like, did I do something that I go like crazy or like not warm up? I just thought I did it. But then now that the second one, I, I said to myself, I said, this is deeper and I'm going to have to figure this out. And thank goodness I met you because now <laughs> I'm going to push further to figure out what is going on neurologically with me for this to be happening. Because I was like, I know I didn't pull anything at this point. So <laughs> it's, it's all your neck at the end of the day. Okay. So that's, that's the thing. Cause you got to remember everything's neurological, right? So where's those yeah. nerves come from that control the arms? It's your neck. I would love messing with patients like this in a good way because some people are like, I doc, I, especially men, I have this shoulder issue. That's what you need to take care of. I sit there and go, I'm not going to touch your shoulder for the first month. What do you mean you're not going to touch? I'm not going to touch your shoulder for the first month. I can adjust every single bone in your body. I know how to do it. I am mm -hmm. not going to adjust your shoulder for the first month. Well, why would you do that? I need to show you how chiropractic works, that we're not going to treat something like this. And I'm going to show you that the source of it's from your neck. You'll mm -hmm. see, it might be the upper part of your neck. It might be the base of your neck. It might be somewhere, but I'm telling you 95% of the nerve, you know, issues with shoulders, unless it's a blunt issue trauma, it's, it's going to be from the neck. And it's always funny, like two weeks in a week or two, a month later, they're like, you didn't touch my shoulder and it got better. How the heck did you do that? <laughs> I'm like, I didn't do anything. I remember expressing life. Remember we talked about that? Yeah, I still don't buy that, but it's just crazy how this works. And then after I'm like, all right, now I'll work on your shoulder. He goes, you don't have to work on it. It feels great. I'm like, <laughs> your shoulder's got an imbalance we got to address. I go, it's just, I wanted you to see how once we get things, we brought it down past the threshold where you feel it. Now, mm -hmm. we, you know, now you know that's this is where we're working on the source, but I can still work on this because there's imbalances, there's muscle imbalances, there's other things I want to start to address so that we can get it to be great, not just mediocre or, or, or barely getting by. Oh, wow. And I'm, it, okay. So now that the conversation is going to chiropractic, <laughs> so what should one look for when they're looking for a chiropractor? Because you said you're in Tennessee, I'm in New York, and you're not even doing chiropractic right now. So if now when I hang up with you and I'm like, okay, I got to find me a chiropractor, what should I be looking for someone to make that sure I'm getting someone that's going to... Yeah. I mean, I can, I, I can help you afterwards. I can give you some, you know, we'll, we'll talk a little later on that, but mm -hmm. usually what I always recommend is finding someone that's not marketing to just gets you out of pain. Mm -hmm. now, a lot of characters are going to hate me for this, but it's, it, it's one of those things where that's, that's not what we do. That's not the focus of what our, our, our thing is. It's you, we, you can, we can help with that. But the, the key thing is that we're looking at this from when I talk about expressing more light to the world. This is a, this is more of a lifestyle. How do I incorporate this into my lifestyle? Because mm -hmm. you want them to understand that their nervous system first, they're going to focus there. And that's what the main purpose is. And they have more of a, a lifestyle or a wellness approach to what they do. Um, yeah. That's usually the two things that I'm, I'm very big on 
um, when I'm referring out to for patients to find a chiropractor. I've and I'm always like, I'm not going to refer you to somebody who just focuses on pain or removing pain or anything like that. That's a yeah. treatment base. And we don't do that. Someone who's more wellness or lifestyle is going to be like, yeah, we're going to help you through this. But then there's other things we want to do to help manage that so that it doesn't come back. And then we can keep you being your vibrant self. Um, mm. That's a, more closer to the, the original of what chiropractic came from. Oh, wow. So how long has chiropractic, been, chiropractic practice been around? Since 1895. 1895 and so it was like one person that like invented it like Pilates (laughs) yeah you know it's been so the the if you go back 5,000 years looking at the Chinese they 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 if you look at all the the in the past for the last 5,000 years they've always knew that the spine was something important right the Chinese used to do neck twists and pulls and they felt that created vitality Hippocrates who's called the father of medicine stated that look for the cause look to the spine for the cause of disease Mm. this guy was what 330 340 BC he knew that so there was always an element of it just the term chiropractic though came out in 1895 and here's the beautiful thing about chiropractic the first adjustment that was made had nothing to do with pain. It was the janitor in the building of the guy who was in his building that he worked in, the chiropractor. He ended up had a loss of hearing. And he said, you know what? I got this thing. If you want me to work on it, I could check it out and see. He went, he made an adjustment and slowly but surely his hearing came back. That's the beauty again. Remember expressing life. I'm telling you, he lost. I'm not saying that that's going to work for everybody. <laughs> yeah. Um, but there's people who went blind and their sight came back. You know, there's some cool stories that come out to where if the, if things aren't damaged to, to a degree of no return, we can turn it, it'll slowly come back around. Cause remember we're expressing light. There's energy that can, there's consciousness that can still be held there. And if it can, we can return it back to its essence of what, we, what, what it's designed to be. And so that's the, that's the cool aspect of when, when chiropractic first started it was for someone who was deaf or started losing their hearing. And, uh, not a back pain, not headaches, no, 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 you know, and it was just a specific adjustment made and, and, uh, it helped the individual out. And that's, that was the journey of the beginning and and of chiropractic and so forth. I feel like a kid in the candy store. No one can see my face, but I'm like, wow, wow. Like, oh my goodness. I'm being schooled. This is what it's all about. Thank you. I'm telling you, it's one of the most misunderstood professions in the world. And I've studied a lot of healing modalities. And it's not, you know, I'm, I, I'm, you could tell I'm very, I'm someone who I love to learn and I love to go as deep as wide as I can and stuff. And I mean, I understood, I, I really learned chiropractic, not by going to chiropractic school. I learned more of the depths of it from studying energy healing and from mm-hmm. energy healing, have me understand because I wasn't taught that, oh, chi- chiropractic helps express consciousness and light and this and that. I did not learn that in chiropractic school whatsoever. I learned that outside through energy healing. And when I started to understand that energy flow, our nervous system, if you really think, if we really look at what our nervous system is, it's just a a vessel for energy to flow through. So that's the same thing, like looking at a bank of a river, the water is the energy. That's life. That's prana. That's our chi. That's all the things that we, you know, all these different terminologies. And it's one of the things that it flows through there. If it's, if it's not flowing properly, that's less light that can be expressed. That's the subluxation. And mm. once it's blocked, you can't get it from any other way. That's just mm. the way the body is. And so you got to remove that. So then it can go ahead and be expressed again in the flow, the way it was designed to. Wow. I know when I saw like your um, information, I felt like I saw something about you being a children's chiropractor. Is that yes. true? Okay. So what, like, I've never heard of a children's chiropractor. And I just thought when I saw it, I was like, oh, these kids have like pain. I just, you know, I thought like, <laughs> like. And you're like, fine. So you're, you're thinking like many other people, but go ahead. <laughs> so, you know, what, what do you like? What, what makes a person bring their child to you? After I say this, you're never going to see things the same again. You ready for this? I'm ready. <laughs> Cause okay. I would have patients come by and they see me adjusting a newborn. They'll see the newborn walk in and they'll watch me adjust. And I'll be like, mom, you guys, okay. They, they, they never seen a baby get adjusted. And they're like, no, that's fine. We you know, no problem. And, um, so long story short, a baby, when they're first born in the first year, their, their, their head size and, and, and brain doubles. And by the age of three, they're, they're 80% what the adult size is going to be. Mm-hmm. I'm sharing that because 
what chiropractors do from an infant perspective or a child perspective, these early on is we're helping them neurodevelop the way that they were designed to. We're mm-hmm. making sure that there's nothing holding them back. No, because you got to, in those first two years are so crucial neurologically. Mm-hmm. And so we want to make sure that they're developing properly. The reflexes are turning on when they need to. The other ones are turning off when they need to. That tells us how well the brain's developing overall. Mm-hmm. And the other thing that we do when it comes to that process is we help them be more, be what they're designed to be healthy, happy, and vibrant. Mm-hmm. That's the essence of what we do as chiropractors for children. We're giving them a launching pad to adapt to life better without any, a lot of the negatives that come with it. Mm-hmm. Um, because when a baby gets overwhelmed, gets stressed, it imprints in their nervous system. And that mm. can condition them. We know we know this just for a fact that even in the womb, like personalities develop in the womb, we know that they can take on things in the womb that can affect their nervous system to where they think this is just how life is. And so our job is what we're doing is, is making sure, again, expressing life as much as possible. These are beautiful beings and we want to express as much life to the max that they can. And when we and when a child gets adjusted, um, right when they're after they're born and then you maintain that, what ends up happening is that there's a lot of things that they're going to not have to deal with when they get older and they're going to be more, um, they're going to be healthier, more adaptive to their environment. And so many health benefits um, will come from that because again, it all comes back to expressing more life. And if an individual can adapt better to their environment, they thrive. And when they thrive, they don't have to be overwhelmed with stress and things. Like if you look at children today, just look at all the, you know, autism, 2020, 2032, they're predicting one out of two children are going to have it 80% boys. Um, you look at ADHD, you look at anxiety, you look at OCD, you look at all these, we call it the alphabetical soup. Um, when you look at all these things, it's just on the rise like crazy. That's a lack of not adapting properly. Mm-hmm. That's less life being expressed the way they were. When babies are first born, they should be eating, pooping, and sleeping beautifully. If mm-hmm. they're not, there's a neurological issue. Go talk to any mom that had a baby who doesn't get them adjusted. And you'll see they'll be like, oh, you know, they're fine. And now that they have digestive issues showing up or, you know, they haven't been a great sleeper. It's just what they are. Or they're uncomfortable a lot, but we just have to sue them or having some feeding issues. There, there's going to be one of those things that um, will show up in some way, shape or form. That's a sign of neurological stuff already happening. And the key mm-hmm. factor is, is get them, you know, get them checked, get them cleared and then maintain that. So they stay mm-hmm. clear. So they're always fully functioning at the max that they can. Um, and letting that light, letting that life just continue to express. And so they can always be adapting to their environment as they learn and not be stressed out in the process. Wow. (laughs) Wow. So when the mom decides to bring her baby, does she bring it because she's concerned or she's just like, she knows about this and she's like, Hey, like if I knew about this, I'm like, Hey, let me get my baby in here, get her, her checked out and let's get it going. I wish they did because, you know, one of the things I, some people always ask, and this may be a question you want to ask is like always, like when should someone bring their child in for care? And I'm mm-hmm. always like, the right time is when they're first a thought. Mm-hmm. And they're always like, what do you mean a thought? Well, when you're first thinking about having a kid, we got to start working now at that mm-hmm. point. And they're always like, but the child's not here. I'm like, yeah, I got to work on YouTube. Yeah, <laughs> couple, life force. I got I to get the home ready for the mom. Right. And, and you want to make sure everything's in alignment and all this good stuff. And then, you know, husband too, because it, it's what people don't realize is that why does a woman, you know, release an egg every month? Well, one of the reasons is, is that the DNA there is for survival at that moment at that time. It's mm-hmm. designed to help the, the, the offspring survive. Same thing for males. We, 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 when we're, when we, our sperm is the DNA there is literally for the moment of what life is like so that we can download that to the child when they start to develop so they can have the best opportunity to adapt. But if you're stressed out, what do you think is going to happen? Because moms would be like, especially moms I adjusted all throughout before pregnancy and during, and then they had the baby and we do the test on them to check their nervous system and stuff. And they'd be stressed out. And they'd be like, I don't understand. I did everything right. They're still stressed. I see you have to understand it's husband, wife, just traditional marriages I'm talking about here. Um, But it's whoever, you know, the, the couple that created the baby, wherever they were and how their nervous system is functioning, how they've adapted all the things in life that's getting passed down. So if they're only functioning at 70% and they're, you know, you're not going to get a baby that's hundred percent. It's going to be starting off yeah. at 70%. Uh, and I use this, I use this very loosely. There's no science to back this up. I just use it as an example for kind of understanding, making a point. And mm-hmm. that is that when you start to do that, then you start to understand like, that's why my baby came out stressed out because she's already starting mm-hmm. He or she's already starting at that point. And then yeah. the key is, well, how can we break that out of that and realize they don't have to, and we could change them up. So then their offspring, if they continue with care throughout their life and so forth, 
won't do the same thing. Then it's going to adapt to see life in a thriving mode, not in a fear state, but more of like, we can not necessarily, I'm ready. We're not to be in survival. We're going to, we're going to be in a thriving state. Wow. So how often would one bring their child, you know, like, let's say they start as a baby and they're like, okay, let's get some adjustments. Um, how often yeah. is it like once every year or like, no, so that it's more, it's more frequent than you think. And it depends on the chiropractor too, but like usually when they first come in, um, it's going to be, it's three times a week for depending on what's showing up could be for the first couple months, could be two months, three months. Usually uh, my office, I always had three months and we'll evaluate every month and see, and if they don't need to go to the three month, then we'll cut it too, if asked be the case. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason why is because some people go, that's a lot to take a baby to, you know, they go to a chiropractor, but you have to understand their nervous systems functioning and firing 15 to 30 times faster than ours is. I mean, they're in a massive developmental growth. I mean, for them to, for their brain to buy double in size in the first year, that's a lot of growth. You have to understand that's, that's immense, a lot of growth. So the key is that if you have something off by one degree and it's going at a very fast pace, guess what? You wait, you wait a little bit of time. It's going to be off even further. You know, we're getting further and further away from where we're supposed to. Yeah. So the intensity of the adjustments or the frequency at that moment in the beginning is to try to course correct with that speed to get it to where it needs to. And then once we get there in my office, I would go from three times a week to once a week. And then I would check every week. That was, that's what I considered wellness care. Um, Cause based on research is about every seven to 10 days is what they found to stay in an optimal state neurologically. And so I don't like to gamble it. So I always like to say every week um, I had some moms who were like, Hey, can I do every other week? And I'd be like, you can do that, but I'm just giving you a heads up. This is the research on it. This is why I choose it. Um, I do that for myself. My wife gets that. I'm not going to give anything less though. I'm not going to tell patients, Oh, you can come every other week, but yet I'm getting adjusted once a week. My wife gets adjusted once a week. My, my mom and my family, whoever comes to see me, they get adjusted once a week, at least on a minimum. Um, that's just not being truthful. So it's like, Hey, this is why I do it. And I'm recommending the same. If you want to be optimal and be the best that you can, this is what I would recommend. Okay. So as an adult, um, and let's say I start going to a chiropractor, uh, a plan that they would give me would be like a weekly visit. It'll start out very similar. Three times a week is usually the beginning. Yeah, the, the, only, the only problem with adults is we can't change what the the beginning, the, the, the foundation was created, right? So this is why I got in pediatrics because after the age of two, neurologically, we're managing things. Mm-hmm. So it's not like we can go back and change stuff to get it back to be into the bare bones of what, you know, to the best that we can. We're just managing where you are to get you as best as you can. And so depending on the chiropractor, they have their own, you know, certain ways of doing things. But most like in my office, it was always, again, the same principles I started out with kids is how I did for adults was three times a week for 12 weeks. Mm-hmm. I would monitor along the way. If they break through faster then we should, we would break it. But what the scary part was, is no one ever did. Uh-huh. <laughs> you see, I'm testing everything. So I, I make a, I, I say something, but then I'm testing it. So that yeah. way I'm like, I know for sure if we're right on path or not. And that was the scary part for me. Cause I was like, and what's happening in life is, is from a frequency standpoint, I always tell people back in the day in 1900, that wasn't a care plan. Care plan was like, come maybe twice a week, maybe once a week. Then you come every two weeks and then you come once a month and you're good. Mm-hmm. But look at where life was back then. Mm-hmm. We had hundred percent organic food. All our meats were grass fed. If you ate grew meat, the mm-hmm. chickens were pasture raised. You know, when you look at our water, it was clean. Mm-hmm. You know, life was way less stressful back then. You know, yeah. your know, thing was more slow. Everything was slower. And so now we speed up 120 years. Mm-hmm. Everything, our food is not food like it used to be. Everything's sprayed. We're chemical everything. We have, yeah. There's no part in the world that doesn't have a toxin in it. In oceans with land, water, river, you name it. Mm-hmm. Then look at our lives as a mental, emotional standpoint. So the stress that we have on us is way beyond what our nervous system can handle. Mm-hmm. It was never designed to be like this. Yeah. That's why care is so much higher in frequency now because of that. And some people, you know, some people say, well, you go chiropractors, they want you to come so many times because of X, Y, Z and all this other stuff. And it's like, here's the science. Look at, I'm, everyone can relate. Everyone can, I, I don't think there's one person that can, I have not yet had anyone argument on this or say no to me, where I say, are we more stressed now or less? Are we, were we more stressed back in the day? Or are we more stressed now? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And it's one of those things where that's where the frequency comes in. So my office was three times a week for 12 and it was twice a week for anywhere from 12 to 16 to 18 weeks, just depending on what's going on. 
-hmm. again, everything's customized there. So if you have some chronic illnesses and things like that, we're going to probably push a little longer because that tells me the body is just not adapting well uh, to one's environment. And then after we get to that point, that's wellness. And that's once a week. And that's what I would do uh, for clients. And those, the ones who followed that, they always were in great. They always noticed like, wow, I, I, it's like my tune up. I come in, you check. If I need an adjustment, great. You make the adjustment. And it's just like, it's like a little, just a little tweak in me. And I'm like, I feel so much like I'm back on my A game. I'm like, I know how that feels. <laughs> okay. When I get adjusted next few days, I'm like, yep, there's me again. I'm back. And then by mm-hmm. Tuesday, cause I get adjusted every Thursday. Um, and so then by like Tuesday, Wednesday, I'm kind of like, all right, I need my adjustment. I can feel my vibes, not where it needs to be. Make the adjustment, mm-hmm. go into the weekend. I'm ready to rock. Wow. Okay. So, um, you're not going to just go on Groupon and get a chiropractor for one session. You, this is, <laughs> this is, uh, you, this is an investment into your wellness where you have to not, j- you know, not just financially, but with time, like you have to put the time into say, this is a part of my lifestyle. It, you know, chiropr- yeah, it, it's hundred percent. I mean, chiropractic is the essence of health. It's, it is health. Mm-hmm. Health is a continuum. Mm. Health isn't a destination. Yeah. We have to get that out of our mind. We mm-hmm. have to stop thinking that, well, I'm only going to go here until I get to this point and then I'm done. Yeah. And I always, like when patients were like, Hey, I think I'm going to stop. I've been doing so great. And it worked. And I look at them and just say, Hey, it's your choice. It's your health. Let me just ask you a question. What you were doing beforehand didn't created the problem. Then you changed something up. And what you changed actually helped you solve that problem. Yeah. Why would you stop when you have the problem being solved and maintain what that is from there? Yeah. And, you know, and some people are like, that sounds great, but this is what I have to do. I'm like, okay, it's, again, health is your choice. I, you know, anything you need, I'm here to help support. Um, but it's just like eating well. Once yeah. you stop eating well, you know, there's going to be a negative that. effect, right? Mm-hmm. And so there's something called the wellness continuum and it, it aligns to universal principles and so forth and spiritual principles because we're never in a state of, uh, we're never in a state of constant. We're always in a flux. So mm-hmm. every day you're making choices that either move you to towards health or move you to disease. Every mm-hmm. single day you're doing that. It never stays in one position. Yeah. And so when you understand that, then when it comes to health, actual health principles, that's something you have to continue to do. And once you stop doing it, mm-hmm. you're going to go the other direction. And chiropractic's no different because we're working on the overall health of the body, improving every system of the body, not just one. And it's going to be, that's why I call it the multiplier, because it's going to help you with breaking down food better, helping improve your digestion, assimilation of nutrients. It's going to help with um, exercising, peak performance in your exercises, making the body work better. You can stress it better. You can challenge it better. It's going to help with the mind. It's going to help you sleep better massively help you sleep better. Um, because mm-hmm. now you can go switch off from the stress part of your nervous system. You can turn on to the, the, the break, uh, the, the, the relaxation growth de- development part of your nervous system when you mm-hmm. need to. And so people report sleeping better. We even have studies that show that brain waves, uh, the, the one part of your brain wave for restorative sleep actually increases when you get chiropractic care. Um, even from a mental health perspective, here's something that's going to blow your mind. We used to, I say we, I wasn't there, but we used to chiropractic used to uh, empty the asylums back in the day. Wow. Those are like the mental health student, you know, mm-hmm. institutes because we are so beneficial to mental health on so many levels. Wow. And now that's not, you know, you never rarely hear that, but you can find it 1940s, 1950s. If you really Google it, you'll see there's, we, we were able to do that. And there was one study done by one of the guys who created a technique that I, I, I've studied from. And he led away with somebody, I forgot her name. She was a politician. She became a governor. She got, she came big in the United States on there, but they did a, they were doing a, a, a one-year study and they wanted to show that people who had like offenses with drugs, like marijuana and all those kind of things, their rate of going back into the system after release, was like 75%. Mm-hmm. It's a very high number. Yeah. He said, I can get that lowered. And they're like, you're crazy. He's like, let me, let's put a pilot together and I could show you. Long story short, a year later, when they got released, how they he did all this work for one year of chiropractic. A year later, they go ahead and look at who relapsed or whatever or got back into the system. It was only 3%. Wow. 3%. Wow. That's, I don't know, what is that, like the 25 times less, you know, give or take? Wow. This is, uh, I'm surprised. Like, 
this is a conversation I'm not hearing. Like, I feel like I listen to like a lot of wellness podcasts and I'm just like, like you said, I'm infusing so many books and information in my mind, you know, over the past couple of years. And I just haven't come across the chiropractor talk until today. And like I said, it just kind of like grades right across me like, oh, okay, physical therapy. <laughs> so thank you for this. Well, like I said before, it is the most misunderstood profession that I think that that's out there. And I always made it a mission of mine and, you know, to that. I always said, what's chiropractic is how I share chiropractic is going to be. I'm also a steward for chiropractic. And mm -hmm. my whole thing is just getting back to the truth of what it is, where it came, why it started out that way. I used to tell my patients, I practice 1900 chiropractic. That's just what I do. Mm -hmm. And they would always be like, what does that mean? I said, don't worry. When we start explaining what I do, you're going to be like, this is, I've never heard before. I'm like, because it, you know, it got watered down over the time. Chiropractors decided to want to fit in rather than stand for who we are and what we're about. Mm, oh my goodness. So amazing. So amazing. I mean, one last question on chiropractic um, life. Do, do, does medical insurance take it? Some <laughs> insurance does. It? They will to a certain point, you know, because you got to understand insurance is always a short-term game. It's always looking at, um, it's only going to cover to a certain point of what is once you go to wellness, they're not going to because unfortunately, insurance doesn't cover things that actually work really well, or wellness perspective, why not, why not pay more or cover more things that are preventative, or in some ways, than uh, just doing the short term stuff that's going to cause issues down the road anyhow. Yeah, I'll never understand that. But some do some don't it just varies. Um, on some levels that can help like insurance is, you know, it's good for that part. And that first, you know, first starting point, it can kind of help with some of that investment. Um, because once you get to a wellness standpoint, I always tell patients, I was like, once you get the wellness, there's a reward to getting there. Like the cost is in my office was almost 50% less than what it was coming in originally with the acute care that you were in. And so I'm like, once you get to that point, it's very affordable for what you're getting and the benefits you're getting from it. It's like, yeah. It's one of those things where we're maintaining, you're staying vibrant, you're showing up every day as your great, you know, great, best version you possibly can. The better moods you're in, the better mental clarity and focus you have. How's that going to be with your kids and your spouse and, and in just life in general, your job? It's going to elevate everything. And you can wow. maintain that. That's the beautiful thing. So, wow, 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 wow. Okay. So, you are like, you are the wellness guy. <laughs> you are the wellness guy. And you have a lot to offer. Could you let us know like all the other things you offer? Like, I know you, we had this whole conversation about chiropractic life and you're not technically like really doing too much chiropractic now, but tell us like a breakdown of everything you have to offer. Yeah. What I'm doing now though, is I do health coaching um, to where my other background that I have is I, I've been studying nutrition since I was 16 years old. So that takes me, I'm 39. So it's 23 going, yeah, I'm 23 years into it almost. Um, and so one of the things I did was from a holistic standpoint, I take the same approach looking at the whole of the system and how do we support it? And mm -hmm. so a lot of times, I mean, I have some specifics like metabolic health or longevity. Um, when we look at some potential weight loss, brain optimization, things like that, um, even detoxing, I, 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 are some things that I, I recommend in some way, shape or form. Um, so I do coaching on those things and we put some plans together to then approach things in a certain way. If there's lab tests that have to be recommended, um, I, I don't, I can't, well, I can recommend them, but like I usually tell patients, I tell clients, I'd be like, just go ahead. And if you have a doctor, reach out to them and say, you want to get these tests done. Usually they'll cover for most of that. Cause then you can use your insurance and so forth. Mm -hmm. Um, and then you get the results, you send them to me, I look at them, and then we look at what we have to modify to help in that process. So from a health side, that's what I do um, on that parameter. And then um, the other side is, is not health related, it's, it's mindset related. So I have a whole aspect, I'm very big into the mind, um, mind, life, universal laws, science, you know, neuroscience, quantum physics. I always want to understand the basics of life and how it works. How do we operate as humans? Why do people suffer? Why do people do great? All, all these different things. And I always had a curiosity since I was 12 years old. And it got to a point now where I know a little bit. I always, I joke around. I don't know everything. I, I, you'll always hear me say, I don't know everything. Yeah. Um, but I know a little bit just to be dangerous enough. And mm -hmm. so it's one of the things where I help with coaching uh, to help individuals, especially entrepreneurs, basically create their dream life effortlessly. So just like you heard chiropractic, like you never heard before, I teach mm -hmm. entrepreneurs how to live a life that they never thought was even possible. When you hear the word effortless in the business world, they're like, yeah, no, that doesn't work. That's some, you're, you're selling a snake oil. 
And I'm like, you just don't understand what the quantum world is. Once Mm -hmm. I can share with you the principles of the quantum world and you can start to see and understand the quantum world, then all of a sudden when I talk about effortless, then you're like, I understand what you mean now. Holy cow, this is a whole new world. Yeah. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. Okay, you have been nothing but amazingness. Oh my goodness. Thank you, thank you, thank you for giving us all of this great information around chiropractic here and understanding it on a level that I'm I'm pretty sure most of us, <laughs> most of us haven't heard haven't heard of. But before I let you go, I would love to know what does becoming unique mean to you? Being who you are shining your soul to the world, shining your light to the world. Like we said earlier, about when we were relating it to chiropractic, because mm-hmm. in the quantum mechanic principles, there's something called the poly exclusion principle, which means I'm sorry, in the definite, in the quantum mechanics, there's a, a, a uh, something called the poly exclusion principle, which means there are no two things in the universe that are alike. Mm-hmm. So that means there is no soul in this world that has ever existed in the past. that will ever, I'm sorry, no human in this world that will exist in the past, the future. You are the only person that ever will be. Mm-hmm. same thing as a soul there is no two there's not another soul in this entire multiverse of souls that exist there's not another one of you yeah Just being unique is sharing that and expressing it to the world yes oh my goodness thank you thank you thank you <laughs> no thank you for having me on this was fun yes oh my goodness oh i th- Thank you, thank you, thank you, Victor, for showing up for the Becoming Unique podcast. This was such an amazing conversation about chiropractic care. Make sure you checked out, check out Victor's information in the show notes. Make sure you are getting your copy of your guide to more acts of self-care on Amazon. And I will see you guys next week. Bye.